Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast and happy Thursday. Hope everybody's having an amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, setting and smart and wickedly talented day. Speaking of wickedly talented, here's one of the most wickedly talented girls I know. Hey, Jax, how you doing? Hey, Claude. I'm darn good. Happy Thursday. Thursday kind of feels like a Friday now. I know. I didn't want to say it because I just felt like maybe it's me. But between no. the fact that like we did Talk Shop Live last night and then you're going out to the Hamptons today, it just felt like, okay, so it's Friday now. Yeah, and I think it's actually kind of disgusting that it's not. I think it's really disrespectful to women and, you know, the vulnerable communities in our society. I totally Agree. Oh my god. Speaking of vulnerable communities. communities in our society, I saw a TikTok that like I, I fear I've TikToked too close to the sun. Like I people on, on the internet are like always complaining about crazy things. And I love to see if like in the comment section people are agreeing with them or you know, being like, you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um and I saw a TikTok actually just this morning when I was making, you know, my morning dump that Excuse really me. kind of that really took the cake for maybe the craziest thing I've heard. Like, okay, so it was this girl, she was crying, and I was like, oh my God, I wonder what she's crying about. And she was, you know, um, I think she was like applying for some program or something, and she was doing an orientation, and, and she had asked a question if they have any accommodations, you know, for her situation, you know? And I thought she was going to say she's maybe in a wheelchair, like, you know, what, whatever her, mm-hmm. you know, her uh, things she needed accommodating for. And <laughs> she um, has time blindness, Okay. So she um, has a, you know, she's literally incapable of being on time. Mm. And she was wondering if the program had any accommodations. They did not. And she (laughs) said that it was like really disgusting that the person running this program, you know, is, she actually said, you know, holding up this construct and contributing to a society in which they don't accommodate for time blindness. I had never heard of time blindness before. Um, I was shocked, honestly, that it had a name. You know, people who can't, like, I think that's, you know, people are, are considering themselves, I guess, like, disabled because so my, they have time blindness. My it was husband shocking. has time blindness. Yeah, I yeah. should go a little easier on him. I didn't realize it was a condition. Jackie, are you making accommodations for your husband? Who You know what? That is offensive to people who are Actually blind. No, no, no. The whole thing is so offensive and ridiculous. But people just, no one wants to be well. That's the thing. It's not yes. that everyone is unwell. It's that no one wants to be well. And like being well is not cool right now. Not in the slightest. And that's unfortunate and that's unwell. 
you know, I spend a lot of time on the internet and I end up in like really dark corners of the internet. So it takes a lot to shock me. But time blindness, like it, it shook me. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Damn. So that's what I did this morning. Um, yeah. Okay, well, don't show that to my husband because then he'll be like, you know, taunting me. Saying he'll be getting I'm a able- doctor's note. He'll say I'm ableist when I yell at him to get out the door. Jackie's going to get a doctor's note. <laughs> um, How are you doing, Queen? I'm good. We're podcasting from home which is necessary because we had such a big night last night we had so much fun we did talk shop live mm-hmm. for my book the camper and the counselor so it was like a live home shopping experience it was giving yep. qvc and of course mm-hmm. claudia and margo were there to support me and they made the show so fun and funny uh you should watch this stream because that's the one place that you can pre-order a signed copy of the book right now but also it's just like good old-fashioned steamy vibes we said it was going to be giving Freaking Fred, and I think what we gave was Freaking Fred. Yeah. Freaking Fred plus the snitch. Yep. And you know us. We're always, like, pulling the snitch out of her comfort zone. We're always, like, clawing for more time with the snitch. Yeah. So it was – I had so much fun, and it was really fun Me to too. be, like, live with the community because we used to be live swirlies every day. Oh and God, now it's just like, a special treat. And last night was really a treat to do all the live comments. I came home and I was re-watching and I was able to see more comments. And everyone was just so supportive. And it was a really lovely evening. Do you ever sit back and think about like the years, literal years, the thousands of episodes we did completely live? N- no. I don't like sit do. back and think. Because honestly, we could do it again. Not that we actually can't because of the way our cameras work now. Like technically we can't. But – we don't edit our episodes really. And whenever we no. do, like, it's not ever something that's actually crazy. No, no, of course not. But I just can't, like, I find peace knowing, like, you and I can have open conversations. Knowing, like, if I say something, you know what, I don't really stand by or, like, maybe could get misconstrued. Like, I'm happy to edit it out. Like, that feeling, and I, we never, you're right, we never edit our episodes unless, like, no, we really don't. So we still technically, like, do it as if it's live. But having that sort of safety net is such a comfort. And so knowing that we used to just like go rogue, go live, like thousands of people watching as we were saying the things, like we were so nuts. Yeah, no, we were crazy. But to be young. To be young is to be crazy. So true. Now we're old hags who edit our episodes. And we edit them beyond recognition. Literally. You you can't even put this Sometimes people sometimes we like edit the episode. You can only I guess tell on video if there's like a cut, but it's mm-hmm. not ever like because of something that we said necessarily. It's like sometimes you have to pee, sometimes you <laughs> have to go to the bathroom, or there's like a glitch, or like or it's like a technical thing. Like oh, we forgot yeah. that ad there. You know what I mean? Like stuff like yeah. that. No, it's so true. Like we're so we're like we're once s- again the theme of this week. Like disgustingly authentic. It needs to stop. I know. It's like we can't shut our mouths. I know. It's like not everyone needs to know everything, you know? I but know. we're just so authentic. I literally like – but not to be so authentic. Yeah, I no, please, know, please. I wouldn't know how to be inauthentic, really. So true. It's actually easier to be authentic. Yeah, and that's why like whenever – you know, people say all crazy things about us. But whenever people say like I met or I saw, you know, Jackie and Claudia and they were so mean, like that's just – it's literally impossible. Yeah, I don't know anyone who said that. I saw somebody say – like, this is how I know people make shit up about me. Like, I saw somebody say once, I saw Claudia once walking her dog. Mm-hmm. 
And she was just like so like had this nasty look on her face. She looked so miserable. Like she's not a nice person. First of all, like if when I'm walking my dog, um, I am miserable. Like I'd rather be in bed. Second of all, you didn't even talk to me. Like how did you glean that I'm a miserable, nasty person? Literally. I'm literally minding my own goddamn business, you fucking cunt. No, people are nuts. Nuts. So first the time blindness and now this. Yeah. Well, we shan't be time blind today because we have. We shan't. We have a lot to discuss. We have some interesting stories. The stories are giving Friday. I'm telling you, there's something in the air today, Jax. It's all around us. I know. It's really exciting. And what's really exciting for me, not so much for you, is that I have Bryson Streiss with me in bed right now because Claudia is leaving Theo with me for the weekend so she can go gallivant about town. And Theo's staying with his auntie. Jackie has so graciously agreed to watch Theo. I can't really, you know, stress how nice it is to, you know, be able to enjoy my weekend knowing that uh, Theo will be in the loving arms of Brew, Harry, Auntie Jack's Uncle Zach. Like, it's such a joy. I can't thank you enough for watching my son. And I know you watch him with great care. I do. I wouldn't say he'll be in Bruno's loving arms, though. No. He'll be in Bruno's jealous web. Yeah, no, it's not a great weekend to be Bruno. No, I mean, but it is. Like, he's mommy's angel. He knows. No, he's very threatened by, like, the other furry lovers in in your life. And what doesn't help Bruno's situation is that Harry adores Theo. I know. And obviously Harry loves Bruno. Like, loves. Of course. Of course. But, like, when he sees Theo, it's fa this, fa that, fa. Like. No, and it's, like, it's so easy for, you know, Theo to just come in every now and then and be beloved by Mm -hmm. Harry. Like, Bruno has to do the hard stuff. You know, Bruno's there when it's not easy. and, And Theo just kind of walks in. It's like, you know, the fun uncle. Like, of course you're going to love the fun uncle, but the fun uncle is not the one raising you. No, not the one changing diapers. Not the one taking hits and getting toys thrown at him. Like, he's right. just the one who's, like, standing under the high chair waiting for dinner crumbs. Yeah, so I, I do. I understand the plight of Bruno. But if I could say to, one thing to Bruno, it would be, you know, Theo's away from home this weekend. Should he's I take my one. AirPod out so he can hear you? <laughs> Yeah, like, he's the one who needs your love and attention. If you could just embrace him, that would mean a lot to your auntie. And you love your auntie, Bruno, right? So wouldn't you want to make her happy? It's true. And, Bruno, I would say to you, remember all the times that you've stayed by auntie when she sheltered you when you were displaced and how important it was that that you felt right at home and felt just like as loved as Theo. Right. Exactly. You get it, Jax. It's your turn to pay it forward, Bru. It's your turn to be the big bro. It's true. I know he'll rise to the occasion. Do keep us updated throughout the weekend. Oh, I will. You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> and watch my stories. I'm just going to be p- posting pictures of the dogs all weekend. Um, that sounds like an amazing weekend. I cannot lie. Yeah, no, just like all the swirls in different swirly situations. Yeah, just kind of swirling around the world. <laughs> they are so swirly. I mean, Theo's not as swirly as Bruno. Bruno is always in a cinnamon swirl. Yeah, Theo has many positions he likes to lie in. Sometimes he likes to, you know, spread them. He loves a a sploot. He loves to lay on his belly, legs out. Yes, but he does also love a swirl. But it's not his go-to number one position all the time. Yeah, Bruno is like the swirlier, the girlier. We were having this conversation over the weekend, um... About how swirly has just become like a word that we are obsessed with. And there is an origin story. It's a deep-rooted family story. It is. That 
doesn't paint one of our sisters like in the most amazing light. So we're not going to share it. But just know when you're because everyone has started saying girly swirly, girly swirly. Just know when you're saying it, the history and the origin of the story is so good. And if we were one one day able to tell the story, it would really be the funniest thing you guys ever heard in your life. But we just we can't. Yeah. Just know it's a good story. And we're just protecting our family by not saying it. You guys understand that. Yeah, we haven't gotten approval to share the story. I haven't even asked because I know it's a no. (laughs) And if I was the person who originated the swirly story, like, I would say absolutely not. So, like, I get it. Yeah. And I guess we'll stop talking about the story that you guys can't hear now. Yeah, it's, like, so annoying of us. It's giving secret project. Oh, my God. The swirly is my secret project. (gasps) (laughs) Literally, the swirly is a secret project. That was the first secret project. Oh, my God. Did we invent secret projects? We did. I'm obsessed. Damn. Okay. Speaking of secret projects, make sure to pre-order my book, The Camper and the Counselor. You can get it anywhere you pre-order books. But if you want to pre-order a signed copy, head over to my Talk Shop Live link. It's in my stories. It's in my bio. Um, it's MSRP pricing, $18.99. So, you know, the, the signature is relatively free. Not and you giving, like, you know, MSRP. Like, what are you, a car dealership? <laughs> I just, like, love... I love MSRP. I don't know what it stands for, but like me neither. It's like retail pricing. Yeah, no. Like when we do our merch and stuff, they're always like the MSRP, and we, me and Jackie, are just like, oh, okay, yeah, yes, sure. Of course, the, the MS- misrip. The, I mean, how could you not even? How could you forget the misrip? Yeah, I personally would never. Also, never. Like, it will be like a first edition signed copy collector's item. You just never know like how that's going to age in value. So true. It's an investment in your future, you guys. And I'm all about making investments. We know. So check it out so without further and without further ado but i'm covered in dues today except i actually don't know where theo is i can't see him from my perch do you have like a bench or something at the edge of your bed no but i have the stairs oh no no, i'm just saying theo's new thing is he like lives to sleep under the bench under our bed in front of our bed oh good to know don't worry about him he'll he's finding a place to swirl up and curl up he's fine Okay, without further ado, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And today's episode is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with lots of benefits, like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences, and so many things in life are so deeply personal. Comedy, food, poetry, insurance. Think about it like this. What do your music playlists, podcast feeds, and social media scrolls all have in common? Well, they're a reflection of you. So we all know my social media are full of, you know, time blindness, Taylor Swift theories, um, and Jackie's is a little different because you want to know why we're different girls. And that's what the State Farm Personal Price Plan has. It gives you options to help you personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. So you can see more of yourself in everything that you love. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. 
Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. You know, I can't recommend the personal price plan enough from State Farm because, like, I would say, you know, Jackie, oh, you're getting insurance? Get me one because we're so similar. I would just assume we'd have the same plan. But we don't because State Farm knows how personal insurance can be. Mm -hmm. So call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Again, prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Today's episode is also brought to you by Article. Summer is on its way. Have you been dreaming up ideas for your outdoor space and how to make the most of it? Well, check out Article because the best thing about summer is getting to do all of your favorite indoor things outdoor. You can make meals, watch movies, fall asleep on the sofa. You know, summertime really reminds us that everything is truly better al fresco. So if you have an outdoor space in your apartment or your house, whether it's a patio, a balcony, a backyard, whatever it is, a front porch. Oh, I love a front porch. Um, It's that time of year where like if you've been putting off getting furniture or getting the ottoman you need to put your legs up. Head over to Article. They have everything you need for your outdoor alfresco space. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful pricing, too. They have a curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs that make your furniture shopping simple. Their team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quality, and price. You know, Jackie is blessed enough to have, like, a gorgeous outdoor vibe in her home. And I was actually there when she had furniture delivered from Article to make her space her own. And it was such a seamless, really easy, very good communication delivery you know, stress-free environment that we really enjoyed it. And their knowledgeable customer care team is there when you need them to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free, which ours was. Ours, like as if it's my house. (laughs) Article is offering our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. So to claim that, visit article.com slash toast and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash toast for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash toast. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our first story, the ESPYs were last night. Yeah. And headline news for people of our elk is that Alex Earl and Braxton Berrios make their red carpet debut following the breakup drama with Sofia Culpo. No, this is crazy. Social media, fanatics, pop culture, all coming together at once. There's always a lot of that at the ESPYs, actually. Yes, the ESPYs are, like, low-key, really, like, in tune with what's necessary. Yeah, but, like, also so many athletes, like, date stars that we get a lot in our community. Yeah. I don't know, like, what the rules are for, like, who gets invited to the ESPYs, but I'm fairly certain Braxton Berrios is, like, not someone who would be invited um, under normal circumstances. I'm actually, which is hilarious, fairly certain he was there as Alex's plus one, which is just really, it's nice for him. Because, you know, he plays on the Dolphins. He's not you know, like the star quarterback dating, you know, the cheerleader. Like, he's kind of bench warmer energy. And I don't know if bench warmers get invited to the ESPYs. It's such a good point. Who gets invited to the ESPYs and why? Or maybe, like, if you are an athlete, you could swing an invite to the ESPYs. Like, if you work your agent hard enough. But do you know how many – it's not like the NFL honors. It's NFL, NBA. Like, it's all sports. No, I know. But maybe most – not most people, but a lot of people probably don't want to go. Like, they don't live in L.A. Like, it's an award show. They're not doing – I disagree. They're not athletes so that they can, like, walk red carpets. No, I disagree. Like, it's the off-season for football. It's the off-season for basketball. Like, you know, when you're actually during the season – and I think that's why a lot of baseball players don't go to the ESPYs because they're currently in season. Mm-hmm. You can't really do much when you're in season. Like, you're training, practicing, playing, traveling. Like, there's it's, – oh, it's a lot. So there's – 
a lot of benefits to being a famous athlete, but you know, going out and about during the season isn't one of those things. So this is an opportunity for them to like be glam with their girlies and walk the carpet. I think like it's actually pretty, you know, competitive to get invited, if I had to assume. Okay, well, I would love to Wait, hold to on. Know. Ben just walked in. Ben, why don't baseball players go to the ESPYs? Because That's not the question we're it's asking. Currently in, no, I was just wondering. Because they're oh Ben says the ESPYs are irrelevant. No no not the ESPYs oh. baseball. Oh baseball. Okay doesn't okay. have, doesn't so have... On so many teams. okay okay yeah I hear what you're saying no there's so many players on so many teams like you need to ask him who who and how gets invited to the SBs oh okay how, yeah I would say if Alex or Braxton were there who got invited yeah who got invited yeah okay Ben so how do they like decide which athletes from all the leagues get to go is it like the ones who are most Famous, most popular. I think it's 100% a popularity contest. Popularity contest. Now, let me ask you one more question. So Alex Earl went, because she's Alex Earl, and she went with Braxton Berrios. Do you think Braxton Berrios, like, was there as her plus one? Yes. Yes. Okay. I, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. Yes. He said no way. Wait, okay. Like, ask Ben, does he know who Braxton Berrios is, like, outside, good question. as a football player? Okay, Ben. Do you know who Braxton Berrios is slash was, like, before he became, like, a... I had heard of him. He had heard of him. Does he play well? Does he play? Like, does he get minutes on the on the field? Yes. He does. Is he good? Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay, so maybe he got invited. No, he definitely didn't get invited on his own. No. Okay, anyways. He, but any player can go. By the way, why don't you come Wait, to the microphone? Come to the microphone. That was important, yeah. what he said. Yeah. Like, like, if a player wants to go and they ask the ESPYs, I highly doubt the ESPYs are going to turn down a professional player that wants to come. But there are only so many seats in that theater. Yeah, so maybe he didn't, wouldn't have had a seat. But he still could have come. Okay. Or like walk the carpet. Yeah, like think about like uh, the Oscars or something. Right. Like every single person that's a part of a movie is entitled to come to some part of it. Doesn't mean that they're like sitting mm. in the orchestra when they're handing out the awards. But like, you know, like those that like random movie that wins nine times, they have like the assistant of the person who designs costumes right. that goes on stage. Right, right, so, right. No, that's a good point. I think it ha- might also have to do with if the team was good. Yeah, it so, depends on, like, your team's standing, he's saying, like, in the league. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Thanks, ben. Sure. This is very interesting. Thank you so much. So the couple <laughs> posed for photos together at the awards. Uh, she wore a strapless leather dress with Steve Madden heels, relatable queen, and her hair slipped oh, wow. into a half-up style. Wow, not the Steve Madden shoes on the red carpet. So what do you, do you think, think that was like a like a product placement? No, I do. I, I guess think she got paid to wear Steve Madden shoes because it's in the article. Yeah. Good marketing on Steve Madden's part, and get your coin, Alex Earl. Yeah, I think it's that the, the fact that she was invited is fabulous. I think it's like really good for you know people like us to care about the ESPYs. <laughs> it's good marketing, and then of course her dating an athlete is. Um, pertinent here now I hope she was you know out mingling maybe meeting other athletes because I do feel like in terms of like the athletic world like she could date someone who's like a little better at sports you know I don't know they're kind of like both young up and coming good looking live in Miami like what more could you want out of a relationship at this age yeah but like you know she rose to stardom she's in a very unique position where like she could be really like she could date Tom Brady if she wanted like let's aim higher but what about love? What if she loves him? What about love? Okay. <laughs> what about I just feel love? Like sometimes you don't consider love. Like, do you think she would love Tom Brady genuinely? Yes, I think quite really truly anyone could. You think? What if he's a torturer? 
No, what if he's like the worst personality? It's I'm like sure totally he does because you don't get tens across the board in life. Like you don't get to be like the best so quarterback true. of all time and also be like the most interesting dinner party guest that everyone wants to talk to. And the most handsome. All he cares about is football and his friends and his mom. Is that bad? <laughs> no, that's from Mean Girls. No, that's literally what she says in response. <laughs> I was finishing it's, your quote. It's a really good question. <laughs> yeah, like all he cares is football, baseball, and his, and his mom. Um, yeah, is that bad? I guess it doesn't leave room for a girlfriend, is what Regina no, was way, trying to say. No, no, no. I think the point of that line is like Regina was deeply unwell. <laughs> like, like that is like all he cares about are like something like a sport, like a, a hobby, a, a passion of his, his family. And his mom, like, dream man. Yeah, but she was saying he doesn't care about her. And that's a problem. Who could? Who could? She was the devil. Yeah. Who could? So back to Alex and Braxton. Also, I feel like they've had, like, kind of a tumultuous month with all of the... Sophia. The drama with Sophia. And you do sometimes think that that could, like, mar a relationship. But So early on. But... They're going strong still, and they're doubling down with, you know, a red carpet appearance. Right. This was their first, like, they've been spotted out in public together, but not on a red carpet. This is, like, an official. And I think the last time when they were, like, spotted out, she um, had responded that, like, they're seeing each other. They're not, like, but this is giving boyfriend-girlfriend energy. It's giving, you know, to find the relationship. Yeah, also, like, he was in her vlog last month. She gave him, like, a hug on the bed. Yeah, like, it was like, we did this and we did that. We, yeah. We've been knowing, you know? We know. Yeah. So they're together. They look nice. I hope they had a nice night. Yeah, it must be just so fun to be Alex Earl right now. Totally. But don't you think she's, like, a little exhausted? No. I think sometimes. I guess since she just came from college, like, that really prepares you for a whirlwind life. Yeah, and also just being young, like, you have a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I also think, like, when people have these rise to fame moments, like, certain people are built for it and some people are not. Mm-hmm. And I get the feeling that Alex Earl is built for it. I agree with you. It gives, like, you know, and, and I think when we watched that first season of The D'Amelio Show, one of my takeaways was perhaps these girlies, because they're so young, are not built for it, you they're, know? They're not built for it age-wise, but also just temperament-wise, they're not – Right. That's what I was thinking too. But Alex is not is different. I I agree. She potentially has the stuff to be to go, built for this. Yeah, like kind of made for it. So that's that's just my purview, you know, as a completely objective third party outsider with no particular interest <laughs> in the matter. Truly. Are you ready for our next story? Yes. Vanderpump Rules scores their first ever Emmy nomination after Scandal. Vanderpump Rules has been nominated for two Emmy Awards following the gripping saga of Tom and Raquel's shocking affair, a.k.a. Scandaval. The Hit Bravo series, which hit an all-time high viewership during season 10, scored two nominations for the 2023 award show. Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program and Outstanding Picture Editing for an Unstructured Reality Program. Um. Their competition... um, for, unstru- for Outstanding Unstructured Reality Program, they'll be up against Indian Matchmaking, RuPaul's Drag Race, Selling Sunset, and Welcome to Wrexham. And then for the other nomination, they're against Deadliest Catch, Life Below Zero, RuPaul's Drag Race, and Welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, these categories, I feel like RuPaul's Drag Race usually sweeps. Like, that show has, like, 40 Emmys in their arsenal. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I just like don't get me wrong I love Vanderpump Rules I've been watching it since its inception but like don't you feel like perhaps you know we've hit a low when Vanderpump Rules is nominated for Emmys do you know what I mean I do know what you mean and I feel like really two ways about this because on the one hand it's like the Emmys are meant to be like a prestigious awards like what is going on on the other hand like if you look at what else is nominated and wins Emmys it's like not actually the most popular or the best television it's just like you know industries people jerking each other off and like this was the most popular outstanding unstructured reality program award like if you want to be in the game you kind of have to nominate it but to me like what's more shocking is that in this category selling sunset is nominated and i saw that too and that's like should be the headline news because that's absolutely disgraceful i completely agree there is not one even at its height there is not one thing about Selling Sunset that is Emmy-worthy. And it's not a reality show. It's not a reality show. No one there is even a broker. Like, it shouldn't even be nominated for a People's Choice Award. It should be eligible for scripted. Like, it's literally not real. No, but even if you want to put it in scripted, like, the plot, if you could even say that they have one, are horrible. Thin at best. Oh, my God. Like, there was a whole season about something that happened nine years ago outside of a gym between Emma and Christine's boyfriend. Like, Yeah, that's shocking. I completely agree. That's shocking. So given that, like, Selling Sunset could be in the mix, then Vanderpump Rules of course. 100% be nominated. No, that's fair. Um, and the Emmy nominations that came out yesterday were, you know, a lot of what's expected. But was what was funny was, like, a lot of the um, – the categories for like supporting actors, supporting actress were literally five different people from two different shows. It was like everyone from Succession and everyone from White Lotus. Oh, wow. Do you want to go through the Emmy nominations? I guess, but like quickly. We could go through the big categories. I hadn't planned on it, but whatever. One, drama series. Andor, Better Call Never Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, Yellow Jackets. Sure. So all of them. Yeah. Comedy series, Abbott Elementary, Barry, The Bear, Jury Duty, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, Wednesday. Yeah, sure. I mean, they got to give it up with The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Like, I'm a fan of the show. I've watched it since the beginning. And, like, it is not good. Like, it's not Emmy-worthy. This is the last year that it will be, like, constantly in our faces. No, I know. But I, like, watch it and it's not good. Yeah. Next, limited series, Beef, Dahmer, Daisy Jones and the Six, Fleischman is in Trouble, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good uh, day yesterday for the Daisy Jones peeps because, you know, they were campaigning hard on social media like, give Daisy uh, Emmy nom, Emmy nom for your consideration. For your, and she got it. And so did Cammie Moran. I don't think that it deserved to be nominated for a limited series. Me neither, but I think that if anyone from the show deserved to be nominated, it was Cammie Marone, not Riley Keough. But, you know, they both got it. Oh, they did both get it? Yeah. Cool. Lead actor in a drama series, Jeff Bridges, The Old Man, Brian Cox, Succession, Kieran Culkin, Succession, Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul, Pedro Pascal, The Last of Us, Jeremy Strong, Succession. Great. Everyone's obsessed with Pedro Pascal in The Last of Us. Yes, I, Pedro Pascal, you're also like saying his name beyond weird. I didn't realize who you were talking about until well, I said you Pedro said the Pascal. Line. You were just like Pedro Pascal. Like you said it weird. Guys, Don't you agree? My like, trope. Okay. Pedro Pascal? Yes, he's having a moment. <laughs> yeah. 
lead actress in a drama series, Sharon Hogan, Bad Sisters, Melanie Linsky, The Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth Moss, Handmaid's Tale, Bella Ramsey, The Last of Us, Carrie Russell, The Diplomat, Sarah Snook, Succession. Not that I've seen all these shows. I've actually only seen one of them, but this just feels like kind of like a weak showing. Yeah, yeah. No standouts. <laughs> Lead actor in a comedy series, Bill Hader, Barry, Jason Segel, Shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, Jeremy Allen White, The Bear. No comment. I'm not getting into The Bear again. I don't need to get canceled on a Friday, even Lead. though it's Thursday. <clears throat> Lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, Miss Maisel, Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary, Natasha Leone, Poker Face, Jenna Ortega, Wednesday. I just, I've actually no, I'm telling seen you, the, like a decent amount of the shows that are nominated, probably maybe half. And I just like really don't have a horse in the race. Yeah, I just want to say if you're listening to these Emmy nominations and you just heard a flush in the background, my husband's an animal. Like, I don't know how many times I have to say I'm podcasting. Like, not him flushing. So rude. He doesn't want you to succeed. He's to trying succeed. to succeed. He's trying He's, to sabotage your toast so that good He's guys He's trying to sabotage us. To yes. Guys. Don't listen to good guys. Listen to the toast. <laughs> the good guys don't respect the toast. Oh my God. Ben's staring at me. Major beef. No, it's disgusting. Flushing. Go, Though you're late. I Go. didn't hear it, I doubt it picked up on the mic. Okay. Okay, Ben said, but everyone should listen to good guys. Get out. Get out. Get out. Seriously, go. You're late. We're going to be late. Go. That's psychotic. If Zach was standing here while I was podcasting, like I would be throwing things at him. Same. If only Ben wasn't so, unfortunately, beloved by this community, I would have thrown him out. <laughs> but every episode he's in, it's just like the numbers keep going up. And he did make himself useful. Do you think that for today we could say like whatever the title is? Featuring. Featuring Ben's offer. Let's not give him, you know, like credit no but let's, we are women in business let's use him let's milk him for all he's worth i like that no be high <laughs> it's crazy how like little i care about the emmy nominations can we move on like i'm sorry i even yeah. brought it up for sure also george and tammy should have been nominated for a limited series because no, like a lot of things should have been nominated. Actors, young sheldon michael young shannon, sheldon michael shannon and jessica chastain were nominated for the leads in limited series so that where's they were good enough. young Sheldon they were good enough but the show wasn't good enough I don't think so where's young Sheldon like if the if young Sheldon's not getting nominated for an Emmy like I don't want to watch yeah I didn't get to watch I any said young what Sheldon I last said. night I didn't get to watch oh I did because Zach did. wasn't here so I would oh my god he would have been so upset if I watched without him I'm like the joy I feel that you guys are loving young Sheldon like it's it's like actually a show that's like deeply special to me no it's it's incredibly special I'm so glad it's you're It's a special show. It. So much so that I know that I won't do this, but like it's occurred to me, maybe check out The Big Bang Theory. Okay, so of course I had similar thoughts and me and Ben watched the first episode. And Ben and his family, like they're always, whenever I think of Big Bang Theory, I think of this offer. It's like they like it. I know Ben's sister loves it. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Let's give it a shot. We watch the first episode. It's literally horrible. Like, Sheldon is literally, like, old Sheldon. He's insufferable. He cannot carry a show. Like, his character, like, I could literally kill him. Is she the main him. character? There's, like, a bunch. But, yes, it's, like, him and his friends and his roommates. But what about Kaylee Cuoco? She lives across the hall. And it's not about her. No, it is. It's, like, about, it's, like, it's an ensemble show. It's, like, friends. It's, like, friends. So, but young Sheldon is, like... Yeah, it's like nerdy friends. Sheldon's like Ross. You know, he's just one of the main. Got it. I might give it a chance. Dana loves it, but she would because she is young Sheldon. Yeah, Dana loves young Sheldon too. So maybe I'll give it another shot. But like honestly, 
And that stupid fucking theme song. The whole universe was in a fantasy. Thing. By the way, what are your thoughts on the Young Sheldon theme song? Because I have a lot. I had it in my head last night. I like it. I think it's like so I misplaced. I am a mighty little man. What's with the cow? So, yeah, I feel like the, the theme song is like the one thing that doesn't fit in the show. Like I, it's like a fucking rock song. It's so loud. I always have to like mute the TV. And it honestly, in the beginning, used to really bother me so much so to the point that like I couldn't watch the show. I'm like, this theme song, I had to like grab the clicker the second the episode was oh, over. Like it bothered is, me so much. This is really dramatic. Now I'm obsessed. Like whenever it comes on, we don't skip it. Me and Ben sing it. And I've actually learned how to harmonize. I am a mighty little man. Like I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's just proof. Like if you stick with something long enough, like you can love anything. No, but I like the song. I would maybe agree with you that it's misplaced, but it's like. It's a good song. It kind of reminds me of the Ted Lasso theme song where it's like, oh, okay, and now Mumf- Mumford and Sons are here. I guess. I, I just, I I don't think it's right. I don't think it fits. It's cute. Cute. It's really cute. <laughs> cool. <laughs> are you ready for our next story, which is some more TV news? Yeah. A SAG after strike is yes. imminent as talks conclude with no deal. A SAG-AFTRA strike appears to be imminent as talks with the studios have concluded without a deal or an extension. The union's contract officially expired at midnight. In a statement, the union said that the negotiating committee had voted unanimously to recommend a strike. The union's national board is expected to meet Thursday morning to call a strike, which would immediately halt scripted film and TV production by the companies represented by the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Fran Drescher, who's the president of SAG, said in a statement that the AMPTP's responses to its key issues were insulting and disrespectful. SAG negotiated in good faith and was eager to reach a deal that sufficiently addressed performer needs. But the AMPTP's responses to the union's most important proposals have been insulting and disrespectful of our massive contributions to this industry. The companies have refused to meaningfully engage on some topics and on others completely stonewalled us. Until they do negotiate in good faith, we cannot begin to reach a deal. I, um throughout this process of the writer's strike, have learned that Fran Drescher is the president of the SAG-AFTRA. And I love to see, you know, an absolute queen, you know, being a leader in her community. I'm so, I'm in awe of her. To be honest, I don't, like, know everything that, like, the the battle between the SAG and the the bigwigs is about. Um, I know it's about, you know, streaming rights and... Like getting and, paid better. Yeah, what's it called when you get residuals? Streaming yeah. residuals. Um, something about AI, like not being able to take their jobs, I think is also an mm. issue for them. And anyway, so like I'm, I'm kind of unclear on the specificities, but like if Fran, Fran Jesher's like throwing her weight behind something, like I stand with Fran. No, I stand with the nanny. She literally raised me. Um, <laughs> and not to make everything about me, but I totally forgot to tell you this. Yesterday, I found myself in the middle of the writer's strike. Mm, how did you find I w- a way to make it about you? I went to, I had to, I had like a video shoot on 49th between like 6th and 7th and I get out of the Uber and like the building that I'm going in, there was literally picketers like outside with their signs. Oh, wow. It wasn't a great showing. It might have been six people. They didn't feel like really, honestly, like what I gleamed was that like the writers might be buckling under the pressure. There weren't a lot of people there. Interesting. But what's interesting also is like, I feel like everyone's on the side of the writers you know, there's really no other side. There's right. So there's, like, no other faces on the other side. But you know who's, like, coming out swinging from the other side? Who? Bob Iger. Why? Because he's the Disney boss. Like, he's the 
the big wig who's like going up against SAG Is Astra. He? Yeah, so actors are now going to be joining the writer's strike. Um, yeah. Which will completely bring Hollywood to a halt. And Bob Iger is slamming the actors who are th- threatening to go on strike. He oh my said God, that not Bob Iger getting political. He said SAG-AFTRA is not being realistic in its demands and is mm. being disruptive to the already struggling industry amid the ongoing writer's strike. Ooh, this is tough. Two people I deeply admire mm-hmm. going head-to-head. Fran Drescher versus Bob Iger. I never saw, thought I'd see the day. But damn. You know, Bob Iger... I trust him. Like, I trust that he's a good, you know, business person. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's confusing. And there hasn't been a double strike of actors and writers in Hollywood since 1960. Mmm. Her in the making. Just thought you should know. You know, but this is the time when, like, actors and writers who are not a part of SAG, like, they wait for moments like this because they're, like, the only employable people when there are strikes. So... If you've been thinking about maybe writing a TV show and you can't get into SAG or whatever, this might be your time. I don't know. Cody, maybe it's our time. To do Should what? Should we write a pilot? To do what? I don't know. No, me neither. And then people would be mad at us for not standing with the writers, you know? I know. But we got to look out for number one. Yeah, you got to get your coin. Yeah, so the, the pilot that I've been thinking about writing, maybe, maybe now's my time. Aren't you a member of the SAG? I was briefly. Um... Actually, no, I wasn't. I was eligible for SAG when I filmed a commercial for, I think it was like Miller Lite or something like a million years ago. And there was so much paperwork and it was like three grand in dues. And I was doing it just to say I was in SAG. But then I was like, I'm not paying three grand. Now, that three grand, of course, goes towards your insurance and everything. But I had insurance. So I was like, it wasn't a good financial move for me. Got it. Well, this could be your time. Yeah, I do think, though, if I had become a member of SAG, it was many years ago, that you have to keep working in SAG projects to, like, keep yourself eligible for the membership. I think it would have, um, like, I would have been booted. Got it. And so if you were to put yourself forth as, like, a non-SAG artist, mm-hmm. what would, what kind of role would you be looking for? I'd like to be, I want to be a star. So yeah. Movie star. I want leading roles silver screen I want it all I want it all I want it I want it I want it the fame and, and the, the fortune, fortune you know I want it all I do okay well just putting that out there for you yeah I'm putting that out there for other people you know like I'm not scrupled so if you need a leading lady who's not going to be a problem you know that's me <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, this is eventually going to affect all of us when there's less to watch on TV in, you know, some months and years. Yeah, but it's a great time to to start being a reader. It's also a great time to, like, start having a daily podcast that you listen mm-hmm. to and that you could also watch most of the days. That's what I love about podcasting. There's no unions, you know? I don't got to fight with anyone to get my own uh, paycheck up. I just got just to gotta do the damn thing. Mm-hmm. We're could free be, women. It could be a big moment for podcasting. Yeah, because podcasting is kind of like a free market. It is, for it's now. It's an open market. For now. Well, just wait till they start unionizing. Well, now with like all these like big companies like scooping yes. things up, it's going to change It's going to change true. the field a little bit. But we're independent squirrelies. We are. We're independent contractors, so you don't have to worry about us. You don't. Are you ready for our next story? No, because our next story is brought to you by Skylight Frames. You ever miss your loved ones when you aren't together? Do they miss you? Well, here's a gift that brings you all together no matter how far apart you live. 
a skylight frame. The skylight frame is a touchscreen photo frame that your whole family can email photos to and they'll appear in seconds. You get to share your favorite moments with the people that matter most to you. One of the most devastating things, not to make everything about me, one of the most devastating things that ever happened to me was two of my sisters moving cross country, taking the kids with them and just like never to be seen or heard from again. (laughs) Now, it would be even more devastating had we not had a skylight frame to keep us all in touch. It was so easy to set up. We all could like be a part of it, send pictures of the kids. It's really a great way to stay in touch. It's a great gift for parents, someone with a birthday coming up, someone who just had a baby, new grandparents, or even just for yourself. Anyone can send photos to the frame in just seconds via email or an app. So it's a great way to keep in touch with friends and family. It's so simple to use. The setup takes less than 60 seconds and even the least tech savvy person can use it. It looks like a real photo frame so it adds a beautiful touch to your home and it holds thousands of photos that continuously rotate throughout the day and bring daily joy. The skylight frame has a gorgeous touch screen that comes in two sizes, the original 10-inch and the new 15-inch gallery frame. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so you don't. if you don't love your Skylight, they'll send you a full refund. As a special offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash toast. That's $15 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash toast, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash toast. Time goes fast. Staying in touch with those we love is more important than ever, and now the Skylight Frame makes it easy and fun. Today's episode is also brought to you by Better Sleep. We all want to feel ready to conquer our day when we wake up, but we've got a lot on our minds and it's tough to get the rest that we need. With the Better Sleep app, you can personalize a sleep experience that calms your racing thoughts and boosts concentration. In fact, Business Insider says Better Sleep is one of the most positively reviewed apps in the history of the Apple Store. So, Better sleep is basically your toolkit for improved rest. I've been struggling so much with sleep like over the last couple of weeks. It's so annoying. Nothing like ruins your daily flow, your schedule more than just not being able to fall or stay asleep. So the the, uh, Better Sleep app has over 200 soothing sounds and a range of smart features to help you sleep faster, deeper, and for longer. You can use a pre-made soundscape mix or combine your favorite sounds, color noises, and melodies from Better Sleep's expansive library to create your perfect mix. It's an award-winning app that works. What I love about it is they have such a big range of sleep experiences so it's backed by sleep experts and science they have high quality um sounds and they know that rest is vital to mental well-being and to physical health better sleep collaborated with world-renowned sleep specialists and oxford university professor dr russell foster to help you achieve your best sleep clear your mind and ease your stress with expert guided meditations and hypnosis also what i really love and what i use is their asmr because i love asmr when you sleep better you feel better improve your quality of life in as little as one week download better sleep from the app store or google play it's called better sleep b-e-t-t-e-r sleep s-l-e EP on the App Store or Google Play. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome. Our next story is very sad. Corey Monteith was honored by Leah oh. Michelle on the 10th anniversary of his death. She said, I miss you every day. A decade after Corey Monteith's unexpected death at age 31, his former love, Leah Michelle, is remembering the impact he had on her life. She posted a sweet photo of them and wrote, Hey, you, 10 years. It feels like only yesterday that you were here. And yet a million years ago, all at the same time. I hold all of our memories in my heart where they will stay safe and never forgotten. We miss you every day and will never forget the light you brought to us all. I miss you, big guy. I hope you found Taylor up there and are playing the drums together, which is a reference to the Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins, who died unexpectedly in March 2022. 
you know, there's a few days a year, like, I know we're going to be, you know, inundated with a Cory Monteith tribute from Leah Michelle. And, you know, his birthday, the anniversary of his death, and, you know, it doesn't get any easier. As a Gleek, as a Leah and Corey stan, as just a Leah stan, it's difficult. And I love that she continues to honor him, you know, because time has moved on and she's married and she has a baby. But, you know, it was the first thing I saw when I opened Instagram this morning, and it was, it was a devastating blow. Yeah, it's really sad. But it's really sweet that she keeps him, like – at the four and like alive through with all the fans and just reminding everyone because otherwise I wouldn't have realized it was the 10 year anniversary me neither so um then I was obviously like put on Corey Monteith talk this morning and it was so interesting somebody had put together like all the tweets from celebrities who had tweeted when they heard about Corey Monteith's death and like, it was really wide-ranging like Kendall and Kylie and Kim all posted Taylor Swift of course who had you know rumored to be in a relationship with him Rihanna Demi Lovato like they all took to Twitter to be like wow I cannot believe I'm so sad rest in peace like it was really it was an interesting roundup oh wow Taylor was rumored to be in a relationship with him Yes, the, and the Speak Now era, like a lot of the Vault songs, people are speculating some to be about Corey. Really? Mine, mine is about Corey. Whoa. Are there any yeah. photos of them together ever? Yes. Oh my God, I'm on my way. Yeah, it's kind of like an underrated relationship of Taylor's. Yeah, and I, I guess people like don't t- maybe talk about it in the same way they talk about her other relationships just because. I think it was really oh, like I a fling. This picture of them at that award show. Yeah. And then also she, she cozied up to him, according the, to the Daily Mail. They're, I think they're at a bowling alley. Yeah, and it was like a brief oh, romance. And they're hugging. They're hugging at the bowling alley. I think people also think Timeless is about him. We would have been timeless. Perhaps, like, now that I'm seeing it through the lens of someone who's passed away, like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Well, if... I, don't, I feel like I'm not the only one who didn't know that. No, it's so, definitely an underrated factoid. Yeah, thanks for sharing. You're welcome. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Yes. Switching gears, some exciting news from one of Claudia's favorite people. Claire Crawley and her husband are expecting their first child via surrogate. Claire Crawley is expecting her first child with her husband, Ryan Dawkins, via surrogate. The former bachelorette made the announcement Wednesday in a video shared to her Instagram in which she and her husband hung up a baby onesie that read, worth the wait. She said our laundry is about to get a whole lot cuter in 2024. This is truly what my dreams are made of. I can't tell you how hard it has been to hold the secret in as I've shared the last 10 years of my life with you all. This was one journey that, that Ryan and I have been keeping close to our hearts as we navigated the uncertain world of IVF and all that comes with it up until this point. But she will be sharing everything from now on in the surrogacy journey. Yeah, I was going to say, I believe she is pregnant via surrogate. I'm really happy for her. Um, I feel like she had like kind of like a tumultuous time in the spotlight. And she's like very pulled back from that now. Um, I didn't realize I, that she got married, which I'm so happy for. Because I feel like even though she was, you know, our chaotic Claire. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she genuinely wanted to be married and settle down and like have a family so badly. I, and it's sometimes yeah. that like... She made the wrong decisions because of it, like running away with Dale and not trusting the process and everything. But like this is really what she's always wanted. And I'm really happy that she's found it. Me too. The 
announcement was giving Tide commercial. I literally thought it was an ad at first for like Bounty mm-hmm. um, or Bounce because it was just like <laughs> fresh linens, yeah. fresh linens on the clothesline. Yeah. Um, but I am really happy for her. Maybe like the sponsorship fell through at the last minute and they were like, I was, let's still you know, post it. I was thinking like this would be a perfect opportunity, you know, for Gain or Downey Unscented to get in there and, you know, Branch make their basics. mark. Branch Basics. Maybe she like, kind of filmed like this generic laundry commercial baby <laughs> announcement and pitched it so that anyone could come in and put their yeah. name on it. You know, it was a you know, I feel like it's hard to stand out in pregnancy announcements when it comes to social media. So this was a different angle and I commend her <laughs> for doing something different. I didn't think that hard about it, but you're right. It's not the typical. No, like the the laundry angle <laughs> was different. I liked it. The laundry's about to get a lot cuter, Claude. And it was worth the wait. You see that the, the onesie said worth the wait. Yeah. Really, really cute. cute. I'm happy for her. You're right. Like, she's so, almost to the point of, like, desperation, I think, was, like, so eager to settle down and just, like, start that part of her life that it definitely blinded her in her journey on The Bachelor. Um, but she really came from a good place. Like, she was chaotic, but she's really a sweet, nice girl. Her and I really, I wish the... Were as yeah. pure as they come on The Bachelor. It's like, so really true. To find love, period. Yeah, it's so true. So I really wish the best for her. Yeah. Also, it was reminding me of like her se- her season, her her two episodes of w- with Dale, <laughs> which is so crazy that they did that. Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's crazy because it didn't work out. Like if they had really like trusted that like this was their moment and like ran away together and were still married oh my god so funny you know what i was thinking about last night because i could not sleep such an underrated like fact do you remember when we had on our show like a million years ago ashley h from the bachelorette yeah and we tried to get her to remember like who i was Mm -hmm. and she was my camp counselor Mm mm-hmm that was just, like, a crazy time, like, how oh. the girl, like, she was my camp cat. I feel like I haven't told that story in a while. Like, maybe people don't know. Like, Ashley H. from The Bachelor, like, early, early days, who I believe is still married to her Bachelor person, JP. right? Yeah. She was my counselor in camp when I was, like, eight or nine. She was so cool. She was a dance instructor. She was, like, the best. Yeah. And then she ended up coming on our show, and we didn't tell her that she was my camp counselor, so we sat her down, and we were like, do you remember me? And she was like, no. No, um, and she definitely didn't. And honestly, why would she, like... No, there were so many campers, and, like, I was not special. No, and, and maybe if you showed her a picture of you as a camper. Oh, yeah. I literally gained, like, 65 pounds. I was, like, so much different looking. Like, why would she remember me? 65? And, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and we put her, we, like, put her on the spot, and we were, like, in her face, like, do you know who I am? Literally, she was probably terrified. And she tried so hard. She tried so hard to remember. But could you imagine if someone did that to you? Jail. <laughs> chill people, I feel like people actually do that sometimes to you yeah. and you're like no happens all the time happens all the time it's a weird thing to do to people just tell them how you know them yeah yeah do tell you remember Ray? <laughs> do you remember <laughs> and I'm like me remember something no I don't remember anything yeah let's stop that collectively even though actually that did just happen to me and I did remember when I was at Barstool, one of the girlies who worked there, it was my friend Sammy from Camp Vigo like a million years ago and I did remember. And she came up to you with a face in your face and said, do you remember me? She was like, Sammy, 
Formiga. I'm like, Sammy, Formiga. Like, I she remember told completely. Yes, yeah, she didn't bury the lead. Okay, that's fine. But, like, yeah. going up to someone, do you remember me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. Especially, like, for somebody who suffers from, like, you know, memory loss. It's not, it's not going to work. And for people who suffer from time blindness. Like, it's just not. We could have been time blindness. It's not inclusive to do that. It's ableist for sure. Ableist as hell. Ableist as hell. All right, well, that's our show. Feels like the last show of the week, but it's not. We'll literally be back here tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So thanks so much for listening to the Joe's Monday Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe because video thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast. Every podcast will be found on Spotify. Have a great day. Happy Thursday. And we'll see you tomorrow. Love ya. Bye.